we are back. We're back. 60. Holy episode 60. Finally. Happy New Year. Like, Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It was busy. It was, was crazy. It? Yeah. Yeah. It was very busy. We, it was fun. We had, um, I was expecting to have a slow Christmas. It's our first Christmas okay. here in Tennessee, you know, and right. we ended up, oh my, how did it go? Right. So I, uh, first of all, happy anniversary. My daughter has been dating this lovely young man, Matthew for two years. They just had oh. their anniversary. So I want wow. to say happy anniversary to them, but his family came over his parents and then his dad's parents so his grandparents on his father's side all came over we had a great time and it was like it was easy and relaxed it wasn't weird or awkward because we don't know them real well you know what i'm saying right but, um as christmas approached we were like it, the idea came up hey why don't we all get together and it was it was a great time so oh, that was really that, nice but yeah. there was no like elbows or forearms thrown or <laughs> no other no? than the fact that is fun uh, so his, um, Sarah's boyfriend's name is Matthew and his father is also a Kevin, like my husband, but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so they're, they're not, you know, we're from new England. So we're big Pats fans. We're big Tom Brady fans. And so there was a little bit of that going back and forth, which was funny. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was funny, but, um, yeah, so that, so oh, that, that was nice. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of a story that happened to me in high school. So, hey, mom, if you're watching, listen up. I'm going to tell this little Christmas story. So <laughs> at one time I had this, I was dating a girl in high school. And uh, so as her parents came over to the house, it was just for some little dinner or whatever. And I don't know, they didn't get along or whatever. And my mother, she had always followed professional wrestling she has a favorite wrestler jimmy superfly snooker okay. and my mother would she literally she had gotten a little carried away she was very protective about her son and everything sure. she got on the table and she started doing this flying elbow right into the father of the girl i had been <laughs> dating at the time because he had been very down on me and didn't think i was appropriate and so on and so they called the cops believe it or not it's crazy. Are you? No, I love no, your mom. Oh, I'm like, oh, you totally got me. No, that didn't happen. However, however, I did, you do I did have, have a, a very, I have a, a slight honest Christmas story. So <laughs> mom, listen up. This one happened. <laughs> you saw it. So um, when my brother, I've talked about this before. My brother, he's the one in the family. Like if there's ever a, um, zombie apocalypse no one's gonna need a rocky impersonator right. but they're gonna need a guy like my brother okay because right. he can build everything i mean he, he's got a little oh, bit nice. of electric electrical woodwork i mean he really is a, a skilled guy yeah, so anyways mm -hmm. when they bought their house they did a bunch of changes to it it was an old dental office on the first floor it's a big beautiful old victorian style house nice. and so my brother built a pub in there and it's a beautiful pub um, I've put pictures up over the years. People have an idea what it looks like. Anyways, every Christmas, a Kunda Christmas starts on December 23rd. And we get together at my brother's pub. Sometimes it's karaoke. Sometimes we're just, you know, blasting Christmas music or everyday music and just getting caught up. But there's always lots of drinks being poured. Okay? <laughs> So I started, and I was okay. I didn't get carried away on the 23rd. I was still fairly appropriate, uh, and that was fine. It, w it went very well. But on Christmas, was he? So the 24th. So uh, Christmas, what, what was it? Uh, it was, I'd gone to uh, Sue's family's. We drove around a little bit and did our visiting, and then we came back up. But it was like 
nine o'clock at night and I'm like tired and irritable. And so I'm sitting in a chair in my brother's front room and they just got done having Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve dinner with my parents. And I, I'm just like, I wanted to go to bed. And yeah. so I'm like, and we have a little tradition where we do the stocking stuffers on Christmas Eve. And so I'm like, can we just go? Can we go over moms and open up? Cause I'm, I gotta go to bed. Let's all move the night for me. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I need my beauty sleep. Damn it. And I just, I, when I, my body runs out, I don't know about yeah. you, Stacy, but when my body clock runs out, yeah. that's it. I can't go refuel at the gas station. I'm done. Right. right. So anyways, we have, it was a nice night. That was it. Christmas, we open up our presents at my mother's and we always have a tradition where we go to my brother's who lives next door, the, the house right next to us. And we have probably four or five, six bottles of champagne. <laughs> Sometimes they're magnums. Between four of us, okay, me, Sue, Jay, and Debbie, and right. so yeah, so I, I said to myself, ah, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the mood to drink that much, so I I'm just have a fuel, and you see, you get caught up in telling your stories, and one thing leads to another, and now that I look back through the haze of champagne, I recall my brother slowly pouring and slowly topping me off. Now, at no point do I say to myself. Why is my glass always full? Right. Yeah. At, at no point do I say that. Anyways, I got so snookered by the time we got over. We were doing all kinds of videos. And every year okay. we put together a family video. So we try to take pictures or videos of events that go on in our lives, whether we're all together or separate. Right. Mm -hmm. And my brother puts it together and he edits it and puts it to music. And it's wonderful. He does an amazing job on it. Actually, it's one of the main reasons that gets me through my year is Aww. looking because, you know, I hate the heat. I hate summer and right. I love Christmas so much. So I was so snookered. I don't remember any of the video. <laughs> so I, I'm going in this weekend. Uh, my nephew is, is uh, engaged. It's a big engagement party. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to go into that, and I got to rewatch the video again because I don't recall any of it. I apparently I had passed out, uh, and especially right after Christmas dinner, we had Christmas dinner around three or four o'clock. We had it early because Sue had to go home. She had, I stayed overnight. She had to go home, but she watched the Christmas video. And anyways, right at the dinner, I, I didn't even help clean up or anything. I just passed out on the couch snoring like a bear. And then I sleep through most of the video. And then I wake up about halfway through Christmas vacation, which we play every year. Oh, and I, right. I, yes. I do watch that. And apparently I walked Sue out to her car and I don't recall any of it. You know, Oh my goodness. So, but I don't know what happened. I mean, it was just one of those things. We're having a really good time. So that was my Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't remember a lot of it. And my father was kind of sheepishly saying to me the next day we went out to breakfast or something. And I said, yeah, I don't recall. He goes, well, you don't do that every day, Mickey. That's OK. You know, it was a yeah. special education. I go, yeah, but still, <laughs> Christmas is my favorite time of year. And as De Niro says in Copland, you blew it. <laughs> So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. You should whatever. post some of the, I would love to see, you should post oh, little snippets from the video. That'd I be might. really nice. I, I, I might. Maybe ones that are appropriate that people would understand. Because <laughs> a lot of stuff is family oriented. Yeah, inside. Like, yeah. What the yeah, hell yeah. is that? You know? well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll, I'll, have to get the, I'll have to get the okay from all family members. Yeah. And, and we'll. Pick and choose. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll look at that. Um, anyways. You, my friend, had a birthday <laughs> that I missed. And this oh my is gosh. this is very bad co-hosting etiquette. Okay. <laughs> this is, is really bad. So I felt terrible about it. You and I spoke about it, and I know you made me feel real good about it, but still, 
It was not something I don't recall everyone's birthdays. Yeah. And normally I have them written on my phone. Sure. And you, you know, you get the notice the day before your right. birthday. Okay. So I, let me send my text messages out and I have it in for family. And I don't really, I have like two friends or three friends maybe that I have their <laughs> birthdays written in. So it's not like it takes up a lot of space. Right. And I don't, I don't know what happened. I missed it. And so I did put a post out and how did the post go? Did it, did you get uh, any feedback? Well, this is what's so funny. I'm sitting there doing the dishes and then my phone just starts going ping, 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 ping. Cause, uh, cause when you realize, and I, the tough thing about January birthdays is especially early January People are like, they're coming down from the holidays. They're coming down from, they don't yeah. have to remember another thing. So right. you kind of get used to your birthday just getting caught up to by the end of the yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. Know? And it's so it's totally fine. I, but whenever you said to me, I'm going to fix this. And then I went, oh God, what is he up to? And then the next day you did the post and my phone exploded. And it was just, it was so nice. The messages that I got, I, I just, the reposts that I got, and I, I just, I, I don't have the words, honestly. I, I get tongue-tied sometimes because I'm so like moved by yeah, yeah. how sincere people are. With yeah, they were birthday right? and their messages. And and so my phone literally blew up all day. So thank you to everyone for all those messages and for you for posting. That was very sweet. And it was funny, you know, the way you did it was it was really so cute. Was so funny. this is your 30th birthday. So where did you and Evan go? <laughs> 30th. 30th, right? 30 plus 30. 20. Yeah, my husband goes, yeah, you're 49 in 12 months. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I like that a little bit better. Oh, yeah, that's great. yeah. so we went out to Rafferty's here in town. There's a great restaurant, you know, good meat and potatoes restaurant. So, Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we all went out and then we came back and people gave me a few gifts and we just hung out. And then, you know, my daughter... And, and Matt, they hung out till like 9.30. And they're really? usually, yeah, they usually leave by 7, 7.30 because they, they have 45 minutes to get back and they have school or work. But they hung out like long. But of course, they were on their break. So they didn't have to worry about that as much uh, the next so day. So now that you're 50 years old, does your daughter start talking to you? Mom, you have to go to bed now. <laughs> I have to get you back to the house. No. It's time that... for bed and jello, mom. Like, Not or, yet. Okay. But you want to know what showed up is the AARP email. Oh, right. Okay. I'm like, what? I know. How dare so, they? Those I don't even bastards. open them. I delete them. I'm like, I don't even want to know what you have to say. You know, you get a $15, you get a 15% discount at Home Depot. So, hey, take it and run, baby. Oh, really? Oh, well, yes. Well, there's yes. There's a silver I, lining. <laughs> there is a silver lining. You know, it's funny. We used to do have this thing with my mother uh, years ago when she was coming to grips with getting, you know, marginally older. Right. She had this thing with being 29 every year. And it was so silly. And I never understood it back then. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Dad's making that joke again about mom being 29. <laughs> I don't get what that is. I'm like 12. So what's the big deal? Right. And, and now at 54, I'm like, wouldn't mind being 14 again, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I get that. Fast. It's yeah, fast. Man. And that's, that's why I'm really, I'm just focusing, you know, as we were talking ahead of time, I'm really focusing on my health now because, you yeah. know, you can, oh, you, okay. can, you can get away with bad food habits when you're young, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm really making an effort now to make better, especially food and health and exercise habits than I did before, because now I feel right. it where I didn't 10 years ago, yeah, but yeah. like from 45 on, yeah. I, I, like I can't keep weight off as easily. I, I don't right. get up as fast as I used to. So I'm like, it all starts with food. So that's what I've been focusing on. That's like my new year's resolution is to really 
commit to be accountable to myself. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? And be like, look, you can't, you, you really do have to commit to your health here. If you want to have a healthy have second a, half. Yeah. I have an idea, Stacey. I think you and I should do steroids and see how far it takes us. Okay. Yeah. Let, that, that sounds, sounds good. That you sounds know, why not? Smart, right? End up with the moon face. It'll be, it'll be sure. beautiful. <laughs> uh, come on. Let's, let's try it. Let's, let's put our bodies to the test. Let's say screw the DNA. Let's go for it. Okay. Hey, listen, I want to talk about something very, very quickly before we get to yeah. fan shout outs. Sure. Um, so I have just devised something in my my neighborhood. I realized I've influenced my entire neighborhood overnight. And this is kind of <laughs> funny. And oh, I wonder God. if anybody out there has gone through what I went through last night. Oh, God. So yesterday was Martin Luther King's Day, right? Yes. Okay. Martin Luther King Jr.'s Day. Okay. So everything shuts down or a lot of things shut Great. down. Okay. Well, that means our my garbage pickup is Tuesday morning, okay. normal with no holidays. Tuesday morning is I got to put the garbage out Monday night. So yesterday at about six o'clock, I look out the windows and I have a I have a view of several angles. I have to go through several rooms, look out the windows and see if anybody has their cans out. Now one person had their can out at six p.m. Not one. Right now, I never know if me it, it does Martin Luther King Day the day before. Does that mean they're not they're they're off on Monday? So who they were going to pick up on Monday gets picked up on Tuesday. Right. Who they're picking up on Tuesday gets picked, up, picked up on Wednesday. On Wednesday. That's right. what so, I know. That's what they do. Yeah. I, that's what I think too. So I sit back down and uh -oh. I'm getting back over a cold. Sue is now ha she now has a cold, and so I'm sitting in the chair. We're watching a little TV, and I say. Screw it. You know what? Nobody put their, but I, I can't miss it because I have cardboard boxes that I cut yes. up and broke down mm -hmm. in, in the same bin as recyclables. I got garbage bags. My cans are overflowing. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to make another week. So I got to put them back all out because if I miss tonight, I'm screwed. Right. Which would be meaning this morning. So I put them out last night around eight, about eight o'clock last night. And I, and I went back into the house, watched TV and I went to bed. And I got up around four o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Had to go to the bathroom. And I, I don't know what made me peek out the one guest bedroom window. All the cans are out on the streets. Right. So <laughs> in my neighborhood, it's very quiet. You can hear the can rolling the plastic yes. wheels on the gravel. That's and the so cement, true. Right? right. And it's loud. And you can hear the dogs in all the surrounding houses. <laughs> Somebody's putting on the garbage. <laughs> and then, you know, the owners are going, shut up, Charlie. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, right. So now the owners of the, the pets and whatever, they have to get up. They look at the window. Just put out his garbage. <laughs> Jesus. I thought they weren't coming tomorrow. <laughs> well, screw it. If he's putting his out, I'm putting mine out. Right. So the whole neighborhood put out all their garbage cans. I am a leader for the <laughs> first time in my life. I feel like I'm a leader. Oh, come on. You are like one of the biggest leaders in the whole no. rocky verse you no know yes in the rocky world sure okay i'm a general in the rocky world <laughs> but but in the real world i'm like a grunt soldier and so when you have this effect it's kind of interesting so at what's the time of this recording right <laughs> now it is 12 55 11 55 your time yeah yeah there's been no garbage pickup but that that's okay that's okay they can come tomorrow it's ready yeah <laughs> so I, i'm just wondering do any of you listening, do you ever say to yourselves, do I put the garbage out tonight or is it tomorrow? What the yeah. hell do I do? I don't know. The important questions, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the important questions of life. Forget about what the purpose of life is. Forget about the meaning of life. Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Whatever. Let that, come on. Let that, you'll figure that out when you're dead. Right now, right what now. day is garbage day? When's garbage day? <laughs>
Hey, listen, do we have any fair shout outs? We do. <laughs> Speaking of birthdays, we're going to go on to birthdays. Let's start with that. Sure. So here we have our dear friend, Brian Cooley. He sent us this over the holidays. Look at his hat. Look at his hat. Look at his beard. Yeah. And My beard. God. You in the facial hair. You're that is a sexy beard. <laughs> you know, I tried to grow a beard once. It took me maybe 12, 14 years. Never got past five, past five o'clock shadow. It was crazy. Well, he's decked out in all sliced alone shop. Look at him. He's yep. got it all going on. Yeah. Good so, for you. So happy birthday. He was July, uh, excuse, excuse me, January 9th. And then um, I'm going to be putting these pictures up when I get uh, to post. But um I wanted to say a few other happy birthdays to Kelly Barton. She's going to be on. She's going to be uh, one of our guests. Yep. Really? Yep. And then Caleb Ellis. Uh, so Kelly was January 3rd. And Caleb Ellis, uh, who is also going to be coming up in the near future, is January Just had 19th. him on a tour, and you're going to love him. He's yep. a great guest. You're going to love him. Yeah. Happy birthday to him, Mr. Tomei, January 12th. Uh, and let's see. And Tom Bazzano was January 19th. Happy birthday to all of them. Happy and uh, let's see this story right here. I love it. This got on Sly Stallone shop. I wanted to show this. This is Kristen Meta and her family. Oh, look at that. Okay. I reposted this and they put it right up on um, Sly Stallone shop. So we were super excited for them. But she, I want to get her on. She says she's too shy. But what I loved was this po picture that she sent. Look, Look at, at the that. book. She's holding the Rocky book all the way to the left. Look she's at that. This is like 1980 somewhere. And I was wow. like, Kristen, you clearly have a story. You need to get on here. That's but great. It's kind of shy. Um, let's see. Rick Babcock. Rick Babcock. This is from Creed. And... Creed 2. Creed 2, because of the sweater. Because of the sweater. Because I knew that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because of the yes, sweater. you did. Yes, I you did. did. Um, so Creed 2. And so all these years later, he took a chance. And he sent the picture into Salone. Say, gave him his whole story about all the ways that Rocky's inspired him. And he signed it. And he sent it back. And I just want to say to Sly, if you're listening, Rick Babcock, there is nobody more deserving because he lives and breathes the oh, Rocky message. And great. if you just randomly select to do these favors, you hit it right because Rick Babcock is just an absolute sweetheart. Um, I love that. Then our last fan shout out. And we have one of our two guests here. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Derek. I do see you. We're just waiting on James. But I just want to say for Mike and Jess Ferreira, it is a boy. So they are having a boy. Look at that. Um, now look at this picture just for half a second here. <laughs> yeah. Look at the look at the the thickness of the baby's chest. That kid looks like he could bench press a Buick already. <laughs> He's gonna be a man. <laughs> they are gonna have their hands full with this kid. I think sure. they have a little Superman on their hands. My they God. Do. So they've had quite a year, you know, they got married and now they're pregnant and they just, we just love them. They were on, they were our episode 58. Yeah. Yeah. 58. They were great. So if anyone wants to check them out, they but are look the at that picture. Look at the, I'm looking at the picture, right? The, the, yeah. It, the, so it looks like the kid's doing a, a leg press. Yeah. Uh, an incline leg press. It looks like his knees are coming up to his chest. And he's, yeah. I, I cannot wait to meet this kid. Don't Listen, mess, guys, don't mess with got, him. <laughs> You got to get him on the Rocky tour. I got to meet this kid. This kid's going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger by the time I get to see him. I can't wait for names. You know, like I'm waiting like, oh, yeah. what's it going to be, Rocco? Or 
Adriana or something. And yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Mark Bomarito and, and Crystal, they just oh, had a sure. baby and they named him Marciano, which he's just the cutest little thing. I'll pop in a picture of him right here. But oh, so that's great. Cute, so cute. So that's yeah, that's, that's what we got. We just love you guys. And so supportive, so sincere. I just, we just love all of you. I just can't say that. Enough. It, it's such, it's such a great thing to have this little Rocky community that we're all part of. And we get to hear people's stories, fans stories. We get to hear people who are intimately involved, like one of our guests coming up next uh, with the process of filmmaking yep. with the, uh, you know, having a, a uh, relationship, a friendship with Sylvester Stallone. You know, it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing because a lot of, we all grew up watching Sly um, progress through his career. And I know of, uh, my our next guest coming up uh, our half of the dynamic duo mountain climbing dynamic duo <laughs> i remember asking him you know would you have ever thought as a kid growing up that you know it you'd ever be in the inner circle in the top right? 10 top Crazy. 10 percent yeah it, it blows your mind and right. so you know it really is um it's it's a it's a weird place to be because you know, you can't just show up at a comic con. You right. can't go pay a hundred bucks and go stand in line because you're friends with the guy now. Yeah. Hi, Sly. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Derek, uh, what are you doing in line here with all the other fans? Uh, we just texted the other day. Right. Up? <laughs> it's a weird place because you want to go and, and be in that like right. aura of fans. I got it. You can't do it no more. You know, yeah. as Rocky might say. So here we have both of those. So Derek Wayne Johnson is coming back to us and uh, James Rolf are both here. I'm going to bring them both in. Hi, you guys. Hey, Fabulous. how you doing? Hi. Hi, fellas. Good Thank to see you. Good to see you again. All three Thank of you, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Stacey, so much. This is Stacey, great. Is it me, Stacy, or does do the both of these guys get better every time? They get better looking every time I see them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so Derek, obviously, I know personally, and James, I've been watching your stuff online for quite some time now, and it's, I don't know if you went to, like, a handsome club, I don't know if you, it's, like, olive oil or hair tonic, I don't know what it is, but you guys, I mean, like, I'm really feeling some handsome love here for yeah. you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Maybe, Derek, what's... maybe that's that's what we found at the top of the mountain. Maybe. That's what yeah. was in the wooden box. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what was in the wooden box. That's amazing. The found of youth. <laughs> exactly. All right. So our audience kind of knows Derek a little bit. We're going to talk to Derek in a second. But James, I want to I want to tell you something. Um, I wish you had come up with a video. Uh, Rocky jumped a park bench. How long ago? When did you do that? Oh, that was in uh, mo the majority was filmed in late 2007. And we mm -hmm. finished it up and released it in early 2008. Jesus. So I wish I had this video when I was going around looking for Rocky filming locations in 1990. I was watching Rocky in my basement with my then girlfriend, now wife. And I said, hey, let's drive down from Scranton to Philly and let's try to find these locations. What I did was I paused the VCR and took Polaroids and I had a map and yeah. I was in an 83 Dodge Ram and we drove through Kensington. And as you know, Kensington is not exactly a place for a Tupperware party, but it took me like 12, 13 hours to find five locations. I wish James, I had your, your video. Tell me, tell us a little bit about the, the video, how it put you on the road to where you are today and why you did it. Oh, well, I guess just being a Philly local, I just thought it would be a cool idea to go and uh, try and find as many of those spots as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, 
since that video, a lot more have been discovered too uh, by other people because there's still a lot more out there that can be found. Um, and also a lot of those places have changed since and the pet mm. shop, you know, has been right. knocked down and uh, the, the spectrum knocked down. Yeah. Uh, a lot changes. Um, so it's interesting to see how, how long, how much of it changed from when the film was made till then and then how much has even changed since the video. Derek, your thoughts on uh, Rocky Jumped a Park Bench? Well, I loved it. I uh, I was a fan of James's before James and I became friends. So I remember watching it. Well, actually, James, I didn't discover you until about 2010, 2011. So it was a few years after it came out, and uh, which I found you because of the Karate Kid video you did on the NES game. Funny. <laughs> and uh, so naturally, around 2010, 2011, I dove in on all that is James and anger video game nerd and when i saw uh you know the the, that video i was like oh he is a rocky fan as well and oh like oh he is a real rocky fan like right it's this was you know 12 13 years ago whatever it's been and um so i just thought you did did a good job with that james and i know a lot of people that have watched it several times and i'm sure that now that Rocky climbed a mountain came out more people are going to see the original oh possibly I, yeah I, I would agree now James would you say uh, what's your favorite Rocky of all of them oh it's a tough call I was kind of <laughs> yeah. just by uh, yeah by default I always go back to the first one gotcha. but uh I love them all I think it's a solid uh franchise I think it's it's my number one favorite franchise uh, um of all all film wow. franchise I can think of you know, Einstein could have learned from you, pal. I'll tell you that right now. That's that's a very good <laughs> yeah. call. Derek, where do you fall on the line in, in your favorite Rockies? Well, I mean, it's part, well, not part one. It's Rocky, uh, absolutely. And uh, I think we talked about that before that, remember yeah. how, like, when you're a kid, you watch the sequels because they're, like, part four is exciting and you're mm-hmm. a child. Sure. Then sure. as you even though you watch one, but it's slow and you don't, you're a kid. So it was kind of like that for me. And then as I got older, naturally Rocky became my favorite, but I would say Rocky, Rocky two is a solid sequel. Yeah. They get more cartoonish as they go along, but yeah, they're all fun. You know, they're all great. I always thought Rocky two is a really underrated film. You don't hear people talk about Rocky two a lot. You hear they, people always talk about Rocky one and Rocky four. That's yeah. the ones they really sink their dentures into these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, you know who does talk about Rocky two? Who is Quentin Tarantino? That's oh, his, does he really? He is, that is one of his favorite sequels. That was his favorite film to go watch in 1979. He does. He talks about it all the time. He loves Rocky two. I should, you know, Quentin Tarantino scares me so much. He's such a bizarre (laughs) human. I have to go back and listen to some of his his interviews and and pick up on some of that. I think I think that's fascinating. All right, Stacy, did you know that these two made a mini documentary on the mountain Rocky climbs? I mean, this is amazing. That's it's so funny when we found out about this. I remember going. Oh my God, somebody did it. I was so excited because, you know, we know it's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, but where is the mountain? Is there, can Mike start doing tours there? Ah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and so whenever I was like, this is 
fabulous. So tell us about that because I, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed and, it. And Yo, James, before you get into that, is my audio okay? Because yeah. you're great. Uh, you sound like you, an angel, you're not buddy. Not hearing like a train or anything. No. Okay, good. Oh, that sounds a, good to me. Okay, good. I was worried. I just hear all this traffic. I'm in a. I'm hearing. I'm hearing the now. train of your beautiful voice. Okay, there you go. Wow. Okay, just just wanted to throw that out there. Thank poetry. Good. Yeah. good. Yeah. I will remain silent now. James. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel. I always felt it was such an um you know an underlooked spot because nobody ever really talked about it, and there was such a lack of info about where it is too. I mean, right. I mean, I think it's well known that it's Jackson Hole, Wyoming, but yeah. Um, to to pinpoint the actual spot and then studying the film, I remember it was this big eureka moment where I'm like, this is two peaks, mm -hmm. this is two spots because there's the distant shot and then there's the close up, and um. I'm so glad Derek came along because I was like, who's going to want to go up there with me? I got to find somebody crazy enough. Right? To yeah, do this. yeah, sure. Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Well, that was a smart move. That must have been tough. I know at the end you were like, you know what? We're not going to, we're not going to kill ourselves, <laughs> you know, trying yeah, to get yeah. up this thing. Cause I, as you were, you know, approaching it, I'm like, oh no, this is, this is legit dangerous. That's, that's, uh, that was no joke. Yeah, especially judging from the videos, if if we went up on the second peak, the one from the distant shots, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it gets very narrow. Like you yep. can see videos yeah. that like uh, uh, climbers have done, and it's very narrow. And um, you know, you make one wrong step, uh, you know, that's it. But so uh, I got to ask you on this. This is my big thing. I I hate to cut you off on this, but I've been chomping at the bit for the last three weeks to ask you guys this question: Do you think it was Sly from the helicopter shot or the stunt man? <laughs> uh well james would you like me to take that one or you want to take it you take we it i know the answer <laughs> you, okay nice i've so, always wondered this is great so uh i guess he's cool with me saying that well i don't know i don't know if i have permission to say uh but i do know he did tell me sly gotcha. oh man i don't know mike i don't know if i have permission to say but I would uh, go, I would say you probably have permission to say, especially if it helps um, with anything Rocky land. That's what okay. I, that would be my thought. Sly, forgive me if, 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 if but that was Sly. That was, that's that was brilliant. Sly. That's um, brilliant. That was definitely him. That according to Sly, that I was him. That. Not to, not saying he didn't have a stunt man of any sorts right. at any time that right. we didn't dive into, but slides on that mountain and i want to also say to that point uh, you know when we arrived james remember like we immediately got intimidated really like, it was very intimidating because a lot of people the, some of the feedback has and not to get off topic but has been like why didn't you guys prepare they're missing the point we went there right james and to just experience it and to just to do it and then right. when we got there that's when we realized like like we didn't set up to do a professional hike. Yeah, right. we just went to it, and that's when we realized this is insane. Right. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. right. We also were the first, I think, to really confirm it to the first in that video. I would say, agree. This is where this was, and this is where that was, and, on, yeah. and before that, I've never heard anybody uh, match up any screenshots or do anything never. of that. I sort. loved that. And, uh, I loved that part when you were showing from the movie and then you were lining it up. I'm like, Oh my God, he totally got it. That was, that was great. The level of oh, accuracy was ridiculously yeah. point on <laughs> ridiculously point on exactly what Stacy said, the way you overlap the photos and have it just mirror. I mean, it was perfect. You, I mean, you would have to be 
psychologically disturbed not to see. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to give away the video because I really want people, and we're going to put a link up and all that stuff, but I, I really want people to check this out. Yeah. It really is fascinating. And one of the questions in early on that my heart basically broke for the both of you, when you go to the, the no trespassing at Mormon's Row, okay, and you know it's maybe a mile, two miles at the max down. Mm -hmm. And you know you'd get to where the hills converge in the background. You know you'd see it just right. Were you able to see any buildings in the background, any structures? As And I know a mile down is hard to see. Oh, yeah. Well, no, there were no – it didn't seem like there was anything left at all, especially like looking at Google Maps and looking at the satellite view and everything. Because gotcha. you can still see all the other buildings, but you couldn't see anything up north from that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but – it didn't seem like there was anything else there. Right, right. Um, oh, and something worth saying about the uh, the mountain too is for anyone who wants to go visit that, it's totally doable and a great tour spot to visit the first peak where the close up was filmed. You take the, uh, okay. the the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, the aerial tram, you go up, and there you have a great you know shot and everything. I mean, of course, you can't stand in the exact spot, but you can go up there. And then as far as the second peak is concerned, like it, it can be done, but it's extremely dangerous and it's best left to like professional hikers and skiers. Yeah. Although it can be reached from the other side, but that hike from what I've seen, I've read somebody's log who did it. It's a seven hour hike. Wow. And do the math if you want to get oh, there and then that's it. Make it Just back seven down. hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and let me say actually uh, on preparation, what I said earlier was, is we weren't prepared to like professionally climb the mountain, but yeah. James's preparation for everything else was my mind was blown. Like the, the, the pinpointing and all the stuff that you did, James, like he arrived totally mentally prepared and, and knowing yeah. these coordinates, these coordinates, these coordinates, as far as like, again, just scaling the mountain, we, we decided on the fly not to do that. But yeah, James, like your preparation was very impressive and you yeah. see it in the final edit. Oh I'm, my God, yeah. I'm surprised oh, somebody even said that because that's what I that's what I was thinking when I was very first watching it going, wow, you knew a, a lot ahead of time and you were able to, you know, get to all these locations right ahead of time. So whatever that one person, <laughs> just ignore that one person because I thought you were very prepared. I would also loved seeing where the, you know, where the lodge was and, and, that was very cool because I always wondered what happened just to that. Yeah, the, the lodge, I think, is the biggest mystery of all because I feel like we were checking out the whole Mormon Row area. Yeah. And that's usually where people say it was somewhere in Mormon Row. I feel like that might not have been it, that there's other possible spots if you would leave that whole area because right. I feel like it's all about that one mountain slope matching right? up with the rest. And if you could find that anywhere else, there's other possibilities where it could have been. Yeah. I think they call it Mormon Row. I, I read a production blog about six, seven years ago. And they, I, and th this is a guess on my part. But I think they called it, uh, they suggested it was more Mormon Row because they didn't know where it was. They didn't know the exact name to give the exact area. So the closest to it would be Mormon Row. So it, it, maybe it was 
three, four miles down, whatever the distance is. I think that's where that little confusion comes in because even myself, that's the closest I ever got to was Mormon's Row. Now, Rocky Four is not my favorite Rocky, so I have not done a lot of the scoping out as as nearly as well as you have and i i gotta tell you james you know it, derek is absolutely spot on with yeah. what you did yeah my god you even put on the gps coordinates on how to get to the mountain <laughs> yes. like that, that, yeah, that yeah. Is, is amazing and is the mountain is it mount cody is that the peak from the helicopter shop mount cody yeah the helicopter shot would be mount cody uh, not to be confused with a different Mount Cody, in also in Wyoming. Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So mm -hmm. isn't it weird when you guys were climbing? This is something I thought was interesting. There was a uh, – I made a note on this. Um, it was called uh, da, 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 Upper Rock Springs on the sign before you start your travel. What did Upper Rock Springs – what did that represent or mean? Oh, I don't know. I mean, anytime I hear rock, I just think Rocky. So right? <laughs> I no, I, I'm with you. But there, there was a sign that was posted as you begin your hike to the peak, the helicopter peak shot. Oh, okay. and I, uh, Upper Rock Springs was on the fence post on the aluminum sign or metal sign. And I wondered, was Upper Rock Springs the name of all the peaks put together? Was it the name of the path? That's what I was curious about. Oh, but, OK. Yeah, I'm not sure. Gotcha. My guess would be it's the the path, but um, but that would be a Google, I guess. I I got gotcha. you. The wind that you guys encountered as oh, yeah, you started yeah. walking. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the wind because I have a phobia <laughs> of wind. I I sleep in the basement whenever there's windstorms. I'm terrified yeah. of wind. I do. Ask Sue; she'll tell you. Yeah, tell me, yeah. Tell me about the wind on that day. Oh, it wasn't the best day to go up there. I mean, I I would say if you're ever gonna do it. I, you got to wait for a still, you know, day because yeah. that was uh, some strong wind. There's actually some other factors too. And when I think back to it, um, not that I think this really changed much, but there's also the altitude, which you don't sure. think a lot about when you're up there. But then, mm -hmm. you're like, why am I like breathing so heavy? Right. And you're like, well, it makes sense. We're at ten thousand feet up, you know, above sea level. Um, and another thing, I came back from that trip, and I tested positive for COVID. And I remember I, and I, and I called Derek. I'm like, Hey man, I'm sorry. Uh, you might want to check yourself and you know, you're fine. Thankfully. And I was fine. It was, right. would you get it from a moose? It was probably the plane. Yeah, the plane or, I had the mask. Yeah. But I feel like, man, it could have been a number of things, but yeah. anyway, like, I, I suppose. Yeah. But I came back like, Oh man. So I got, that's another reason I was like, I, I wonder why I wasn't feeling my best. It could have been the altitude, but then it could have also been I, I had COVID while I was up on the Rocky Mountain. Right. So, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. See, we relived this moment over and over and over and over and over and over when we watched the movie. And this was something done in 1985. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So to remember, I'm always amazed. You know, sometimes I'm I'm sure Sly can't remember a lot of some of the details and they're a little hazy. He goes, no, I think this is what we did. But mm -hmm. I, that's probably the way it went. And for him to go back and to see that again. And, and like, I wonder, was that box, that crate? There's a crate there on the, on the peak of the mountain from the helicopter shot. Like, was that there during filming? What's your thoughts on that crate? Well, what I think, I mean, we, we, we've talked about this while we were there, but then also 
a few people have emailed with their own uh, just guess. Anybody's guess is as good as you know anybody's. But we seem to think that it was probably a crate for him to stand on so that yeah. you could see him better over the ridge. Right. But when you look at the movie and you, you go frame by frame when the camera is orbiting around him, you can't really seem to make out the crate. I mean, it must blend in really well if yeah. it's there. Right. So it's still just a, a mystery. It's a weird place for a crate <laughs> for any other reason other than for someone to stand on to get a much more, yeah. a better profile, you know, uh, for, a, for a movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing that, that I found in research and just comments and stuff on the video was that it could be uh, just climbers do this. Like maybe it's a log book or supplies or just any sort of thing like that is why it was there on yeah. a more just practical level. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I'm sure someone that works there or a, a climber would know. It's just James and I are, are neither. We're not climbers or and we don't work there. So, you know, the mystery remains. But I think it's a more, I think, in my opinion, a more practical reason for being there for climbers. I love the call you made on the cabin where the facade had been built. I love that. And that is such, that's what I do with locations in the city. You look for that. You found that hill. You realized, oh, there's a little hill in the background. That's got to, we got to have that first. So it's not like they brought a hill in. So, you know, finding that, I wish the people, like, did you ever think of going, knocking on the door saying, hey, do you recall, how long have you lived here? Do you recall anything? Or did you get a vibe that they weren't like, you know, customer friendly, you know? Uh, we got the vibe that they probably all own guns, and <laughs> I don't. <laughs> They're right. I don't know. They're right. I didn't right. feel too confident. Put... Of traffic, remember James? Yeah. Like it was so many visitors going through it. it this wow. as vast as this area is, it was car after car. Remember when we had trouble crossing the street? Yeah. Oh wow! Was, wow. That's how busy it is there. So we didn't knock on any doors, and everything was private private drive, private this, private that. We really tried to respect boundaries mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, off limits. We respected that because mm -hmm. of so many people being there. At wow. one point in the video, I was waiting for Rip to come out off the <laughs> yeah, yeah. ranch. Yes. <laughs> Love him. What are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> him, yeah. him and Lloyd coming out. Yeah. yeah. Boy, you guys out the property. Chasing him off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to say one thing just so I don't forget that I wanted to compliment James on was, James, you remember when the first thing that we found was when we were driving the 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 bridge, the rails? Yeah. That's Your next. excitement. That's, yeah. Oh, my God. What you guys didn't see is James is driving the rental. And we, like, it's early in the morning. We haven't really discovered anything yet. We're going to it. And so nothing has been accomplished yet. This is day right. one and we're driving and, you know, he's, he, he printed out, as you could see, like screenshots of, of stills from the movie and we're crossing this bridge. I go, James, I think that's the bridge. And James like got so excited, like a little <laughs> kid that first of all, we, he's like, Oh my God, it is, it is. So it took us forever to turn the car around because the traffic was nonstop. Right. It took us forever to cross the street. It was so insane. So when we got to that, where we thought the 
the rail the railing was where the actors stood yeah. and when we matched it up like james was so kid in a candy store it was like he just opened his favorite gift at christmas it's yeah, so great right? and that started it off which i right. thought was really cool it said it set a really nice tone right oh, i nice. I, I get love, it <laughs> yeah i totally understand it i would have done that too I would have been like, like I don't know, uh, who was the Olympic girl that did all the backflips? Mary Lou Retton. Oh, That's right. And when I saw that, I would have just been so thrilled at that moment. So you're literally standing where Tony Moffatone stood, right? Yeah. One of Sly's best friends and bodyguards for like decades. We see him and, and Tony Manafo, the two Tonys. They were part of the Stallone lure back in the day like from the mid to late 70s it through the late 80s and early 90s you know these two were in every movie stallone did they were like they had little tiny parts and so for you to stand where one of the kgb officers with the binoculars yeah, yeah. you know putting it up to the eyes as it draws in closer so just tell me what that felt like for you and you're looking out over the river you're gazing where he is what's that like um it was like you know it was a previously undocumented location like as far as i know i've right. never seen anybody find that but we know that they filmed in jackson hole we knew where the rivers were we knew there had to be a bridge you know uh it was just the question of would it be the same bridge what were the chances and when we right. saw that thing there was like no doubt whatsoever we're like this wow. is this is yeah. it yeah. That now, Derek, do you stand in the same spot or do you just take the picture? Are you a little more cool and reserved or do you geek out too? <laughs> uh, you know, it was a little bit of both. I think, uh, for this quest, I was honored, like, I was so honored. I was second banana, right? This was James's yeah. video, yeah, yeah. and uh, he was the Johnny Carson, I was the Edmund Man on this one, and <laughs> so I kind of stood back and just tried to help. and and capture anything i could you know mm -hmm. james was just like you know just roll everything and we did i just rolled 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 yeah. and so i would kind of get giddy in a sense um just because it was so cool like again the excitement of matching up the rails in the in yeah. the old bridge right? but uh at the same time and, and mike you know this about me i'm also just like a little bit more like used to it in that yeah, sense sure, yeah, sure. So, so it was more like fun watching james who is the star of the show and this yeah is yeah directing this, watching him kind of just it was really fun it was really fun to hold that camera and just watch james light up really right cool. I love it. Meanwhile, I'm standing there just watching you cross the other side of the street <laughs> and i'm right. like man i'm yeah. like I don't know. You might not be able to get the angle. There's too many cars. You're like, no, I'm oh. going to get it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah, there was so, a lot of cars. Wow. Here's something that I have. I, I really wish MGM would take a look at things like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, and I, I, we're going to get to the 4K release, and I want to talk about what Derek's been uh, working on. But um, for me, there's... I know for a fact uh, with conversations with Sly and some other people, there is a vault filled with documentaries from Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five. There's so much out there that is not being put on the DVDs, the, the re-releases. And, and I understand to a degree why that's all happening. My personal dream would be that they take 
what you two did together that maybe, okay, maybe they're not going to take the whole thing. Maybe they take a three minute snippet, a two and a half minute snippet, and they put it together on the DVD extras just yes. to put your hard work out there. I would love for them to take a 30 second shot of my tour and put it out there for fans, not for not to, to get more business. I can't handle the business coming in. Not, I don't say that to be goofy about it, but I, I, I that's not why I, I'm thinking as a fan of the Rocky series, I want to see this on a hard D on a DVD because yeah. if somehow YouTube blows up and it's no longer existence, I want a hard copy of that, of yeah. what you two did. I want a hard copy of the guy in Philly who does Rocky tours of the locations, how it looks today versus last year. Yeah. I want to go back and see that to put that to my children, my grandchildren and so on. I find that fascinating. Um, that, that's the thing that really, um, irks me in just in general. And not that I'm speaking bad about MGM because, you know, I mean, they are, they, they have the right, the keys to the kingdom as it were, but I would love mm -hmm. to see that. Don't you guys think that might be good for fans? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think your point is, is that how far reaching it is all these decades later, look yeah. at this entire generation of those of us who grew up with it. Look at what we're doing as yeah. a result of all those years of influence that I, I, love that idea yeah it really is I, I just think it helps people step outside of their their own lives uh, and just i know you relive a moment that from a different yeah. angle that you never saw before yeah. i found i mean i couldn't turn away from the video that you guys worked on speaking of working on videos derek you get the opportunity that a lot of filmmakers would love um you know you get to work with sly on editing the documentary of the re-edit of rocky four now, so when you're working on that with slide, do you ever say to yourself, geez, in a few years on the 4K release, I'm going to have this documentary on there. Do you wow. ever think of that to yourself? Well, uh, it, in a weird way, yes and no. So um, I knew a long time ago that that's where it was going. Um, not the first time. The first time Sly hired me, we did it. He put it on YouTube. Right. Then MGM right. wanted it. So they were like, okay, it's 90 minutes, make it 60. So they hired me to do this, to do that one. Mm -hmm. In which case I knew it was going out right. there. You just right. can't say anything at the time. Yeah. You're just excited. So in a way it's like knowing something is really cool, but at the same time it, when it happens, mm -hmm. it's again, it's like opening something at Christmas. It's like, yeah. Oh wow. My work's going to be a, a part of, uh, the 4k Blu-ray yeah. set and then my business brain kicks in and I go, well, I hope they put 40 years of Rocky, the birth of a classic on there too. Cause exactly. they bought that one. So right. I, I have no idea. Why not? That's my, that's my thing. Why do I think if, even if they raise the price of it, if you put all of the extras that are out there, they are plentiful. There's a Rocky two, a Rocky three, a Rocky four and a Rocky five documentary that it was on television. They were on TV. So why not? And they're like an hour each. Why not? And the MGM has them in the vaults. Why not throw them on there? Then Sly and Derek, you've spoken about this. I saw it firsthand from Frank Stallone. You know, they are, they do have, uh, Frank DVD'd the making of Rocky Balboa from start to finish. Now it's got to be digitized and all of that, but that's another thing. You know, uh, it's becoming more and more documented the struggle that went into Rocky Balboa to come to life. And I feel 
fans would love this. Mm. So I say, why not put that on a separate DVD? Okay, they're going to re-release it. Not enough time went by to get all the stuff together. But why not come out with another? The Making of the Rockies. Are you kidding me? Put Derek's work in there, but all of your work. I'm telling you, this is something that is so wonderful that I really think people would spend money on. I mean, don't you? James, you would, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? My, yeah. my thing would be uh if I were to throw one out there, it's a, the um to do the uh the other version of Rocky Five, do a re-edit like in the way they did with Rocky Four, yeah. but do yeah. like the way Avildsen wanted it and um uh you know, you know, like the work print that's out there, like kind of have yeah, like yeah. something like a new a new way to look at Rocky Five because um, there's some really good stuff in there that didn't end up in the final uh, theatrical version. I really, really feel that uh, a Rocky Five re-edit it could do it such beautiful justice. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I know that's something Sly would love to do. Uh, so who knows? Maybe something will happen in the future. Maybe there'll be another pandemic. Maybe he'll go through it again. I don't know. Right. I hope. I hope not for the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. For the recut of Rocky Five. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stacy, before we start to wrap up, before we kick these guys out of here, <laughs> what what else do you got for them? Well, James, I just wanted to say um, I loved that you said because you have Cinemassacre, uh, your podcast, and I and I also follow it. You know, I've, I found it on Instagram and considering the amount of things that you cover and review, it's staggering. And for you to say, you know, that Rocky is your favorite of all of that is it, you have reviewed all of it. So that's a big, yeah. big statement because that's, oh, yeah. that's what you do. So I didn't know if you just wanted to take a second to talk about Cinemassacre. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I review movies. Uh, that's where the cinema part comes in. But I, I do video games as well. I'm best known as the angry video game nerd where I rip apart <laughs> old video games, the ones you remember, but then, uh, you know, find out that you wish you didn't remember um, <laughs> or, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, gotcha. so that's that's. I love that site. It's 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 a cool site. And Derek, oh, thank just you. thank you as always. It it took us a little bit of coordinating. It's all you're always just so sweet and very gracious with your time. And and I appreciate you coming on with us again and and sticking in there with me to get this coordinated. Yeah, and, and thank it. you guys because it it has been for the audience out there kind of hard to to schedule, but. Right. I mean, here we are, round 14, making it happen. And James is way too humble for his own good. James is an (laughs) internet legend. Yes, he is. He's an icon of YouTube. Um, Cinemasker, angry video game nerd. Don't let him be so humble today. He's he's the man. (laughs) And I want to also say this about James, uh, a little cool story on the way out, is James actually told me that he wanted to do this in, what, 2020? I think it was ah, 2020. Yeah. And so he planned this thing for two years because we did yeah. it in 2022. And he he made it happen. He brought me on. He like, I, again, the preparation that James put into yeah, this. It's obvious. And he was so cool. I keep talking like you're not here, James. But James <laughs> was so cool that like, I remember he sent me a gift uh, a year ago or so and he signed it to me. Yo, Derek, to my Rocky buddy. So oh. 
he really is just a hardcore Rocky fan yeah. and a great guy. So I had to plug that in for James because he's yeah. too humble today. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell he's he's. Uh, oh, humble. thank you. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Last time you were here, we we t I I gave these two questions to you. So I'm going to give these two questions to James. Uh, but before I do, <laughs> buddy, I love you. It's always great seeing you. And I, you know, lately I I have a thing for beards. I can't grow a beard. <laughs> And we all know that the Rocky Four beard was a fake beard, which is funny. Sly has come out and said that. You've said that in the, in the past. Um, I, I, I find it remarkable that a man can grow a beard so thick and luscious like yours. I can't. I, I can't. What you're looking at now is about eight months worth of growth. I can't grow a beard. But here's what's happening to me. And, and you know, this is way way off topic but now hair is coming out of my ears on the back of my triceps my shoulders i, I mean hair is everywhere else except in facially i can't right. get a anyways you have a great beard and it, i mean you're gonna be up it's there intoxicating with right i can't take my eyes <laughs> off favorite it, word. thank you i wish that i could take it and put it up here because <laughs> <but, hey>, <laughs> you've got some good hair my friend but no yeah, i love you guys mike stacy like oh. always a pleasure you guys are so just fun and uh that's our goal it, man just fun. just good friends man just good thank friends. you thank you all right james here's the deal <laughs> two questions the first one how does rocky get down off the mountain and get back to the cabin oh after all that um does he run back down that steep <laughs> peak yeah does he go, how does he get does paulie show up with the robot how does he go back <laughs> yeah going down is what i'd be worried about um yeah he's already exhausted himself running up to snow to the middle of his thighs right he, yeah, yeah oxygen that the sun is going down he's only yeah. got a couple of minutes left. oh yeah Drago. that's like, another thing too especially if you were to hike that do the seven hour trail by the yeah. time you get there and then go back it's going to be dark right i and didn't it, even think of that yes yeah right. unless you can make it down the, the same way but that's the, if you're going to go down you might as well have gone up i don't know it's how know. much further how uh, in in mm -hmm. hours how much further would it have been from where you stopped going to the second peak i really don't know that would only have to be like tested i haven't seen anybody's like okay. log of it in minutes or anything but uh i got you i don't think it would have been too long i think it was just uh just the risk of coming back down after the end of it so i don't right, know right right all right. That's maybe maybe Sly is the only one who can answer how yeah. Rocky mythically well, got off that cliff. Yeah. I, I would be a helicopter, right? That's what I would think that they would drop him off and then they would film it, you know, pick him up again. But uh um mythically you know, for Rocky. For Rocky. That's, yeah. that's how Sly got off there. Right. Oh, yeah. I want to know yeah. Rocky. How does Rocky get down? Does he it's like the same thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We got the first movie, he, he takes it, a right. cab after that. He, after he does that the art was museum. All, exactly, James. He's all right. Let's even go Rocky too. He's yeah. with the kids. He's running down. Rocky, go, go, go. He's jumping up around on the top of the steps, and then we freeze on Rocky's face up in the air. And then it cuts to Apollo Creed and Rocky in bed. So when Rocky's done jumping around, he's like, hey. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, what, two, the, that's uh, 30 miles from what I heard. If you were to trace all that, yeah, that's a 30 mile yeah, it run. Is. It is. Um, it the is. first one, do you know how long the first one would be if you were to actually run 
it's, yeah. I mean, so you, it depends on what way you go. You can get yeah. to the Museum of Art in three and a half miles or four miles from Kensington, depending mm -hmm. on your route. You can cut through Fishtown and cut over. You can get there fairly quickly. I always thought, and I know I'm getting farther away from my last question. I always thought whenever Sly cut it, so we see Rocky running through the streets, then he's running through another section, then it cuts to getting an orange throw. In my mind, I saw that as another day of training. Yeah. I, ne I never saw the run as mm -hmm. one total 30-mile run. Yeah. Uh, I, I, to me, that's what's going on, and we it's up to us. I don't know. Derek, what, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Movie magic, as I always say. Well, his clothes <laughs> are definitely going to smell, though. I know that much. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, well, Derek... Derek, you told me something a long time ago, and it, 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 you're really right. You said that us as fans tend to import more from our brains into a given scene than what the writer had done at that time. Do you still stand by that? Yeah, I, I do, and um, but that's, that's just a good uh, – I, I guess that shows that the art is working. Like mm -hmm. it's touching people, sure. it's asking questions, answering questions, giving emotion, pulling out emotion. So it's just this thing that's magic. It's magical. And if you can interpret things and right. break things down, I know, Mike, you love to deconstruct <laughs> I do. the scenes. And, you know, yeah. what's the rifle for in the background? All that right. stuff. Yeah. Then they've done their job. Right. Like yep. you're sitting here wondering, what did he do? How did he get down? What did... That's because it impacted you. And it did its job as an art form. Sly and Avildsen, et cetera, did their jobs as filmmakers. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And never lose that spark. I mean, yeah, Stacy, same thing. You know, you, yeah. you, you guys like to dive in and think about it. It's doing its job. Right. I love that's, that. I love that point. That's perfect. Rolling around the weeds in the mud. Okay. <laughs> James, last question. I ask everybody on the, on the podcast is, You've got 30 seconds in an elevator with Sylvester Stallone. What do you say? Going up. Going up? <laughs> I'd be That's like. That's it. Going up. You've got 30 <laughs> seconds. You can eat. Oh, I got more time yeah, now. Yeah, can, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You can knock him out. You can duct tape him. So I wasted only. The uh, I wasted two seconds. Out right. Of 30. Okay. <laughs> They'd be like, yo, man, you made Rocky. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I'd probably just say like, hey, you know, thanks for the inspiration. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're a man of very simple, few words, right to the point. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like Clint Eastwood. Amazing. Fellas, yeah. I, I really want to thank you both so much yeah. from the bottom of my heart. Take a time out of your busy schedule, your busy days to sit with me and Stacy and the rest of the Rocky Files fans. Thank you. Yes. Thank Thanks you so much. much. It was a great guys, time. Thank you guys. Take care and keep, keep punching. Keep punching. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Nice. You see, great guys. Wow. Great guys. I'm so now, glad that, we got Derek back. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's, he's always uh, fun to have on the show, and he always has some great insight, and mm -hmm. always reminds me too uh, a lot of the the smaller stuff. And I, I love what he said about the fans. You know, mm -hmm. we, we put in so much into it. Like uh, Derek and I had a conversation once about Stallone didn't realize for years that take it to the zoo. Retards like the zoo. 
Mm. And then in Rocky Two, he takes her to the zoo to propose to her. <laughs> Sly never put that together for quite a while. Yeah, that's a good and point. Then event, right? Oh, wait a minute. So, but as fans, we're like, oh, Sly had to take her there. Like, does he take her there in spite of what Buddy said, or right. did Buddy kick off something in his mind? You know. Yeah. And so, Derek, I I like how Derek phrased that. It was it was mm-hmm. very good, and it was such a pleasure to cyber meet James. He's right. uh, an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I love the man's passion. What do you think about those guys? Well, I love, I love them both. But James, I'm glad that Derek took the time to pump up James a little bit because you can tell that James does have that sort of reserved, yeah. humble nature yeah. about him. But um, as I do- dove into him further after you know seeing Rocky climb a mountain and Rocky jump to park bench, and then you get into Cinemassacre, the amount of material this guy has out on YouTube is significant. I mean, it's, he's got, it's years. I mean, he, what he has, you can dive in for a long time and he's just, he's just a sweetheart. And what I love about both of them was my earlier point that now here they are creating content through that lens of having been inspired by Rocky. So now, however, whatever they create, whatever they put out there, the Rocky is in the mix. It's in the ingredients of how they make yep. their decisions about totally. what they put out there. And so I just, and that's why I loved your point about what MGMs, oh, they should put a little bit of your tour out, a little bit of yeah. what James is doing and, you know, and how they climbed a mountain and everything that's Derek's doing, because that also highlights decades of inspiration and what it yes. means to a generation. And now this is what we're creating because right. of. I just yeah, loved exactly. it. Loved it. They were great. Those guys are amazing. They really are. I'm glad they made time for us and um, love the both of you guys. I hope you guys yeah. come back again. We'll get Derek back on for a third time and we'll be bring love James it. back on. And yeah. I think that that'd be great. James what what else do we have going on at the Rocky file space? Let's see. So, um, oh, you know what? One birthday. I do want to say, so Jess uh, was one of our guests. I think she was episode 48, but Jess was on her daughter's birthday also went by and her daughter is named after her mother who passed away a long time ago. But I just, yeah, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Denise. I just want you to know that mom, just the sun rises and sets on your head uh, along with her son as well. Who's a little bit older, but uh, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Denise uh, because Jess was one of our guests. Um, But we do have Corey Baker, also one of our um, guests from the past. He, I can't remember his uh, episode number, but I'll put it up here. I put out saying, Hey, what do you want to hear from us in 2023? Do you have questions? Do you have topics? So I'm just going to read one a week. And his was whatever happened to Butkus. We didn't see him after his debut. What happened there? Butkus knocked up a French poodle and he's living in Florida in Del Boca Vista with six other dogs. This dog is really something else. Prolific. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the real so what really happened to Butkus. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. So what really happened to Butkus, the, the little bit of info that's out there that I know of, um, uh, Butkus had... He had actually been alive during the filming of Rocky Three, but he passed away from a some type of a heart attack from an altercation with two other dogs. And there's a rumor. I haven't asked Sly about this, but I'm getting mm-hmm. around to asking him about Butkus. There's a rumor that um, he had been so upset about Butkus passing during the filming of Rocky Three, he just for whatever reason didn't include him in mm-hmm. uh, the f- final edit of Rocky Three. Right. Now 
it may have been happenstance. It may not have been because Sly was sad about it. Uh, I'm not quite sure, but that's where it's at. Um, Sly did talk about that in a 1984, 1985 article in a magazine that I have. I think it was in Nevada magazine. Uh, I, I'll have to check out, but that's the little bit that I do recall about Butkus. Um, okay. So, you know, there you go. Cool. There were two other things. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about them. Save them for this week or next week. The uh, WHY. Uh, you know what? Let's let's talk about why just for a second before sure. we get the heck out of here. So WHYY Radio in Philadelphia, they're doing or TV station. They're doing a um, a podcast on the Rocky statue. Mm -hmm. And I think I don't know. Do we have a picture of that? I don't know if you got. Oh, there yeah. you go. The statue. W H Y Y. So here they go around Philadelphia uh, interviewing lots of people about the Rocky statue. Mm -hmm. And um, Stace, I'm sure you'll put a link up at some point. Sure. About that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so check out the link. It's great. Uh, episode two is out today, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And I'm on one of the episodes. I don't know which one. But we did a Rocky tour with the host and uh, what they're going to take from that. I don't know. I know I opened up about some very unique things. I don't know how much it relates to the statue. Right. Um, but I know he's using some of what we spoke about. So anyways, uh, tune into that. W-H-Y-Y. There's banners all over Philadelphia. Uh, it's they really have a good marketing campaign now, which I was surprised of. I've seen it all over the city and I hear a lot. I see a lot of uh, chatter online about it. So go check it out. Yeah, good. Great. Well, my friend, I think that was a good 2023 opener. I think, think so. <laughs> I think it was very, very well done. Yes. I, I think uh, it's, it's great to be back doing uh, our little uh, our little podcast show here because, you know, I miss you, buddy. I miss you, too. That was a long three weeks. That was, it was. three whole weeks off. I was like, what? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was a long time. But uh, here we are. And hey, listen, where can people find you, pal? I am at had me at yo on Instagram, also at the Rocky Files on Instagram and the Rocky Files podcast on Facebook. And Mike, Michael, what about uh, you? I wrote a book a few years ago called Cue the Rocky Music. The lovely Stacy is holding it up, waving it in your face. If you haven't had it by now, go get it. It's on Amazon. It's not bad. It's not bad. If it's very else, good. It's very if nothing else. It will kill stuff. spiders and bugs. Okay. Smack. You can find me, uh, the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour. You can find me over at TikTok, T I C K, TikTok Rocky, uh, because T I K Rocky was uh, taken. TikTok Rocky was taken. So, anyways, getting a lot more love over there. And um, thank you very much. Oh, and a little movie we worked on with a dear friend of mine, Jim Toscano, out of Detroit, Free Age Media. That's his company. He made a documentary about my life, The Pretender, and how my family suffers at my mental disability. <laughs> so, Go check it out. It's on streaming platforms, Amazon Prime, Tubi Television. It's all over the place it's like everywhere. all crap. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> Stace, it's been great. It's I been will great. see I will see you next week, my friend. That was good. Keep punching. Keep punching. punching. <laughs>